home slice audio. Hello, everybody, This this is a bad idea because I'm drinking what you paid for. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another weekly edition of a little thing we call Whiskey at Work. What time is it? Look at that. It's not even 4 o'clock yet. Beautiful. Are you, you're Gabe to to my right over here. You're not working today at all, though, are you? No. You're off today. How how did that happen? Um, how does how does that work with it's in the in the military? Do you is it just like you you can you can request PTO like in any job? No, I mean today was a federal holiday. Well, yeah, but so I had all. Well, our military still protects us during federal holidays, yeah. don't they, Gabe? Uh, sure. If I were the enemy, I would. <laughs> if that's I would what you want to think. Like <laughs> you <Christmas>. go ahead. <laughs> oh, I suppose so. Like you everybody gets the day off. So I'm assuming there's there's obviously a rotation thing there then for who works certain whatevers. Yeah, I mean, if you're okay. a, a mandatory worker. Oh, I see. I'm Got not it. mandatory. You're not mandatory? I'm not important. <laughs> not essential. No, but that mustache is. <laughs> Damn straight. That. What I tell you guys three weeks ago, he's like, oh, it must mustache. Yeah. And he, you brought it in. We brought were it very in complimentary of the mustache. Yeah. Is that what it was? Can we roll? Can we go back to three weeks ago? Uh, of course, Dan Bruner then across from me from Timmins Market. Hello, Dan. Hello. You, you didn't have the day off. Today. I did not. You guys, you guys were open, obviously. We were. We were. I mean, it's federal holidays just for federal employees, right? And uh, bankers. And bankers, yes. Yeah. It's been very dark in this building here I imagine. today. Quiet. See, this is when we should crank up the stereos around here, We right? had some confused people that came up here and tried to cash checks earlier today. No, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. You liar. I am not lying. Seriously. Rana's like, oh, no, the bank's closed. <laughs> I'm not the bank. He's like, what? It's a holiday? Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. And, of course, directly across from me. Rob Henry. You missed it. When didn't I see you? I saw you last week, not the week before. Didn't miss you then either. You're luckier than these two. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Anyway, we're drinking here because we're at work and it's whiskey time. And and we had something drop into our lap uh, last week that I don't think either one of us uh, saw coming. You know, Father's Day is over, so keep your dad jokes to yourself if you could, okay? Well, you're confusing people. <laughs> we saw a post come up, uh, of course, because we follow Proof Artists and Distillers up in Fargo, North Dakota. And they had put a post up of this limited edition six-year Crooked Furrow that they do. And if you've listened to any of these podcasts or watched the videos, you know that we fell in love with this about a year and a half ago. Uh, two years ago, maybe. That, yeah. Maybe. When we came across a bottle of this, and we're like, "This is this is amazing for something that's distilled in North Dakota, a, a, a true bourbon using everything from North Dakota." I know you want so desperately to make a North Dakota joke right it's now. It's not amazing just because it was distilled well, in North Dakota. Kind of, it's just amazing because it's good, right? But, but are you... they jokes or statements of fact <laughs> about North Dakota? Yeah, I don't need it from you either, Dan. Okay, well, okay? all th- right. This has just... nothing really to do with North Dakota. <laughs> this is just a statement about how good this whiskey is. And Gabe, have you ever been to North Dakota? No, no, not and yet. I oh. don't plan on it. I'm good. <laughs> you know, as far are... north as I want to go is right here. There are Air Force bases up there too. Oh, I'm Gabe. very well aware. <laughs> no. Why not? Why not? <laughs> That's yep. right. Exactly. No, thank you. Um, okay, so we saw a post that popped up where they did a uh, limited release of their six-year bourbon. And by limited, we were just surprised to find out there's only 250 bottles of this. And oh, Jay, that, That's what the label says. Right. And Jay from uh, from Proof Artisan 
sent an email, said, hey, I'm going to be down in your area. Would you guys like a bottle of this? And then we responded back with, that's the dumbest question we've ever been emailed, Jay. Of course we would like a bottle you of this. You idiot. <laughs> right? Of course I do. So oh. we thought it would be cool to, you know, and I don't know how interesting this is to, to anybody outside of me personally, probably. But <laughs> their normal bourbon is a four-year, um, 90-proof bourbon. This is an extra two years, and I was really curious to see if you can find a noticeable difference in it. Gabe's got a good palate for this kind of thing. Um, Dan, you do too. I mean, both of you guys really go all in to try to understand this. Rob and I just drink it. We know if it's good or not. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, we know mostly. if we like it or right, not. Right, exactly. So um, have you guys, if, if you, Rob, I know, has been drinking since well before we started this. Have you, you guys tried one yet? Well, we ran. <laughs> We did. Don't tease me. Oh, God. So, did you guys try one yet? No, I, I haven't. Yet. I tried the four-year. Dan, you've had the four-year. Yep, you sell I have it. a bottle of it. You can buy it at Tim's Correct. Market, of yep. course. Both stores? Yes. Okay, excellent. Um, and it just recently got down here. It didn't get in our market, uh, like, end of February, I believe, is when it finally... Yeah, they, the week of Whiskey Fest. Yeah. Down here just in time for yep, Whiskey yep. Fest, first weekend in March. And Gabe, you've never had it at all yet, have you? No, I, I have had okay. this one with Dan Okay. Um, at a small tasting we, we went to. Um, actually, the same day as well, the day before Whiskey Fest, yep. I think it was. We met with the crew from Proof yep. and tasted through their whole assortment. And it's um, boy, just have I haven't had a the the four year in a while, and and just it's it's as good as I remember it. I mean, it's just I, full I bodied. It's got so much flavor in mm-hmm. there for where it comes from. But what's your what's your take on it? Is that, a, is that well, another dig on North Dakota? <laughs> I can I mean, because I'm not even making fun of North was, Dakota this bad, and you're from there. I was born and raised there, so I can. And yes, we have our so issues. So that's the but, way. <laughs> that explains so that much. That will explain everything. See, now I get it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what do you what do you get on this, Gabe? When you when you try the four year, um, I like the nose a lot. I think the nose is very sweet and candyish and syrupy, vanilla. Well, more honey than vanilla, really. Mm-hmm. The nose. Um, I mean, what do you, what do you think, Dan? On the same, nose? yeah. What, what do you get, Rob? Deliciousness. What'd you, what'd you get out of that? Okay, now I'm trying to I'm trying to find the honey. I don't. It doesn't smell like honey, and I don't know if I get vanilla in there either. God, we look. You look so dumb when you do I this. Know, just put drink your it. face in it. I know. I, I, get, <laughs> I mean, I get it, but I I don't. I I guess I just as opposed to you shoving your no, nose in the Glen Cairn glass because that well, looks really attractive. It doesn't. None of it. None of it does. But uh, it's yeah for. For what this bourbon is, um, it's an award winner. I know they've had it out at some competitions, and it's been a pretty big deal. And, and we've recommended it from, from the very first time we've ever tried it. Um, well, I mean, what do you think, Dan? Did you just overall? Yeah, when I tried it, um, I think I tried the bottle that you guys had originally, this same one. Because mm-hmm. this is yeah, a single barrel out of, was... from Happy Harry's, right? Uh, this yes, one here. I think. Yeah, it yep. is. Yep. And so I actually had a friend that was up in North Dakota and picked one up before we learned that they were going to be coming down this way. Um, cause I really liked that one that we tried with the, that was finished in their gin barrels. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. really, really liked that one. And so I had, uh, Corey pick me up a bottle of both of those, the, the gin finish and the, the single barrel. And it's really, really enjoyable. So when you does, is there an age for Gabe, you or Dan, in bourbon, where you're like, yep, that's my sweet spot. It has to be a four-year or a six or an eight. Does it matter, the, the age statement on bourbons? For me, I don't know if it's as much 
a perfect age statement, but I know that anything too far beyond 12, 13, 14, it starts to get a little too tannic for me. Um, some of the older stuff um, just starts to pick up a little bit too much of that barrel influence and and starts to become a little bit bitter on the finish and, and just picks up a lot of the tannins from the oak. Well, um, why then why? Well, maybe I could answer that question. But when it comes to scotch in those barrels... And you get to 12 to 14. God, Rob, I knew you were Rob shaking this. his head. I know. Like, Son of a Well, man. you get to 12 to 14 to oh, 18 to 20 years. on this every time. You know, it gets – scotch seems to get better without that adverseness the, that bourbon gets. The climate. You think climate, that, that's what it yeah, is? Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, even with this. I mean, um, you, you take a – I mean, it's going to be an extreme example, but you take a two-year-old or year-and-a-half-year-old Texas single malt, Texas bourbon – Against this, that Texas bourbon is going to be way darker, way oakier, way more complex in flavor. You might not like the flavor that's there, but it will be probably more complex. Just because of the heat and humidity. Because of the Correct. heat. Correct. Angel share, devil share interaction with the barrel. Oh, yeah. Entirely. Um, I mean, that's what makes scotch so unique. Well, too. I thought maybe it was because, too, since it's already been in a, in a barrel that's, you know, that's had yep. bourbon in it. The bourbon might have sucked a lot of that out. Well, there's is a that? lot of first fill scotches as well. If you ever hear uh, virgin oak. That's another word for, for um, hmm. fresh new oak, which I, is used a lot I, in scotch as well. I have not heard that. I, I, there's, there's a lot of 12-year-old jokes in my brain right now that <laughs> nope. I'm going to throw out there. But no, I, 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 I haven't heard that. I, but yeah, it's, it seems like bourbon, it seems like it does have, have, has, a, has a definite end point, I think. I think I, for me, um, it really depends on the distillery character and the type of, of casks they're using. Because look, I mean, I've had... For example, I hate to bring it up, but let's just let's talk about it for a minute. Blanton's, right? Blanton's is six to what eight years old, relatively. I mean, it can be a little bit older. It can I guess it could be a little bit younger? Mm-hmm. Not really too sure. But I've had a lot of Blanton's that were fantastic, and they could have been probably six to seven years old. And I've had some that were not so good. Um, and it has, I think, it has everything to do with the the oak or the barrel they're using, the level on the rickhouse, and the environment. Um, like for example, this one to me, it's, it's a little thin for me. Um, I like a little bit more bolder Oak. I like a little bit more fruit characteristics and this is missing that for me. Um, that's why, I mean, one of my favorite that unfortunately that is very hard to get now, um, is, is Stag Jr. Stag Jr. has always remained one of my favorite whiskeys. And I think it's because it's, it's high proof, but then there's a fruity character to that, that I just, I love. Um, and it's only about seven years old. Okay. Well, um, let's go. Um, then let's try this. Let's try the six year. Because right away, when you look at it, it is much darker, substantial. In, yep. in in just in just two more years in that barrel, the nose is darker. Um, the nose is just, a lot more is darker. You can you can you can describe it that way. You yeah. So imagine imagine light honey and then like kind of burnt dang. toasted honey. Light honey, <laughs> burnt toasted honey. Just, right, just face it, we're never going <laughs> to get this. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to be. I want to, but I can't. No, right. well, see, I, I, all in the nose, this is more my jam. This is more that darker fruit, richer honey. Mm. And the way I describe it, too, is is um, body of whiskey, right? Right. So the body is all about um, how it feels to you, right? It, does it feel thin? Does it, does it coat your mouth? Is it oily? Mm. Is it dry? Is it? Um, so you can have a lot of flavors, right? But they could just be hitting the surface of those flavors. 
Or you could have a lot of flavors and they're they're more enhanced. They're tuned up. And that, to me, is what this is. Did you try that then? I haven't tried it yet. Okay, do it. Nose. Do it. Let me see what you think. I'll tell you right now, I this it, it is. It's really good. Yeah, this is better. This yeah, this, this is has better. got a lot heavier mouth feel. It stays with you longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, this one is is like kind of thin and watery to me. This is more that you're starting to reach those richer oaks, those richer tannins, those richer honeys. It's the same flavor as this, but I, it's, I, it's turned up. I would just it's just thick. Yeah, T H I C C is what this one is. Thick. This is, this is thick. Oh, God. <laughs> but Boy, if you don't settle down, <laughs> it uh, you know is. I'm, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have him show you a picture here. And there. <laughs> We're not gonna. No, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to see that. I I know that. Are we gonna see a thick photo? No, of we're gonna see. We're gonna, <laughs> wow! Wait a minute. Most most photos of me are, are thick. Are thick. Um, but that's I, your jam, right? I, I totally I totally get what you're saying. Is that why you guys are good friends? That this is um, this this is a, again. That might be an exaggeration of our relationship. <laughs> it's a good place to start if you're gonna drink bourbon. I think. Um, I would like to try that. This one I'd like to try with a little bit of water in it. I, I should have brought hit. that other bottle of Crooked Furrow. I don't know what the difference would be if they're both single barrels or I wasn't paying attention when I grabbed them out, grabbed this one out of Is the, this a single barrel? This but this felt like, yeah, it says single barrel select on it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, this feels kind of like what you're describing, the, the four-year. It, it, goes, it, it goes down a little um, tougher. Not, but not in not not, like, more not in a bad way. Yeah, it's more it biting. bites. There you go. And this is just it's, it's it's a little smoother. I agree with you there. What did what did you? I mean, what do you think about it? I'm a crooked furrow fan. We've mm. established that. I mean, I'm gonna drink it. No, no matter what, no matter what they do. Here's a, well, here's especially a. if they keep sending <laughs> it down here. I'm not I'm not gonna bite the hand that feeds me. Come on. So. I, These I guys guess are awesome. I'm I'm really I am really surprised that in just a two year difference it can be that distinct. I I guess I thought there there there's somebody like you or or Gabe would be able to distinguish, but boy, yeah, you could blindfold anybody and be like, yeah, those are two very different things, right? I mean, your what's your thought on it then, Dan? Yeah, it's the the six year definitely has a lot more of the the complex layers of flavor that I enjoy. Um, much richer, more robust. I think Gabe described it perfectly when he said that the flavor profiles are very similar, but if this one's sitting at a volume level of seven, this one's more nine or ten. Okay. It's just turned up a little bit, and all of the flavors are more intensified and more distinguishable. Like, this one kind of blends, the flavors kind of all blend together, and you can kind of pick up nuances, but this one, it's... This is the six year is more balanced too. Mm-hmm. This one, the four year again, it's it's bitey. It's a bit all over the place. It's very grainy. Um, the notes that are there, I, I'm not a huge fan of this one. But the the six year, everything is kind of starting to come together. Flavors are richer. It's more balanced. It's not it's not fighting with me as much. Um, I, I th- what's the price point on these? Um, that's a good question. I think the well, I think this just the regular crooked furrow is forty ish, somewhere in the forty dollar range. range. Yeah. So you would imagine then what what would you an extra two years what what do you think that probably fifty five, yep fifty somewhere 50, in that 50, range or something like that. So is it and I don't know if anybody in this room could really answer this question. Is it is it is it more? I suppose it's not more profitable for well, a, a distillery like years, another they, right. They lose a certain amount again, especially if they're going to 
but let, but let's say you're making it at the same proof. I mean, you're making gin and vodka as a startup distillery to get to your two year and your four year. So do you start making your two year and your four year bourbon to get to your six year? And then once that's available, you just you just continue <clears throat> like that. This or, was this one in the barrel in 2017, and the six year went in in 2015. Okay, but I mean, do you do you just keep stepping it up as a as a distiller? Is my question making any sense? Is it I'm only not, just well, to me? I, I am not. Uh, <laughs> I always have a hard time answering these questions because whether or not you like the whiskey is obviously a personal decision, mm-hmm. right? Some people are going to love this, right? Right. Which Where, I do. Whereas I don't really care for this one, right? I do love it. Um, but the fact is, is that there was some craft and some hard work that went into this. Oh, absolutely. Um, by, by whoever made it. So I have a hard time saying like, no, I, they shouldn't have even released it, right? Um, Purely my opinion, purely my perspective, I would have started here. I, to me, I wouldn't have released. I wouldn't have released this because this, to me, is not something I would drink by itself. This right. is more of a, a mixer to me. So if they're looking at it from that perspective, sure. Um, I don't necessarily know if they were because it's it's a single barrel selection. Usually, you're not putting out single well, barrels that, on cocktail mixers. Well, we've talked about the single barrel selections too. I mean, that's a vast difference. This could be the barrel that the folks yeah. that picked the barrel. The, the barrel liked because it was a little lighter. It was a little easier on yeah. the palate. It wasn't, you That's know. true. We are talking about two single barrels. I mean, yeah, we're, right. we're talking about two. Well, I imagine that if there's only 250 of those, well, there was probably only two barrels to begin with. Right. right? That is Proof's pick, that one. Right. This comes from, yeah, Happy Harry's up in Fargo. And that could, you're right. That could have been what they yeah, they that's chose. that's very profile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now because, we got to have the small batch. <laughs> well, and I remember the very first time we had it. To me, it and I, I, I think now we're kind of getting to the root of it here. This single barrel, I think this this pick by Happy Harry's is not the same. No, even close to the very original four year that we had the first time. I don't believe it is either. It to me that four year original tasted more like this. I think you're right. I think yeah. it was a yeah, little heavier. I, this, I prefer this profile. It's, Again, it is single, bar- single barrel versus single barrel. So, um, yeah, maybe instead of saying I'm not a fan of, of what they did here, I should say I'm not a fan of this pick of, there of we this go. version. So yeah, I, I think, think that's that's better put. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I think back to your question about, you know, how they decide on the ages. I mean, just from the different distillery tours that I've done and even talking to these guys when they did the sampling for us, you know, I think that they they have product of varying ages laid down, and they're they're tasting through them consistently. Mm-hmm. And when they know it's good, when they feel like it's hit a kind of a good level, they're going to start bottling some of it. So they may not have had a plan necessarily to release six years, but they tasted this and they said, "This is great. We need to get this out to market." Um, and that's what you see a lot of distilleries doing. They're tasting those master distillers are out there tasting stuff all the time, trying to figure out where the, the best spots are in the rickhouse, when different things are ready. And, um, you know, I think they hit this one on the head for sure with the six year. I think it's great. Well, I think, uh, yeah, we obviously recommend that you buy a bottle of this. You can get it at Timmins, of course, at either one of your locations. You can get the uh, six year? No, no, not no, the no. six year. The okay. six year is, uh, that's, <laughs> you got to know some people for that one. All right. And, I don't know how we stumbled into it, but we did. So, well, the, sec- the second I saw the post, I just kind of went down there, kind of jokingly, and went, "How does a fella get a bottle of that?" And lo and behold, so a couple you. weeks later, they they send an email like, "Hey, oh by the way, we're going to be in town. You want one of these?" I'm like, "Huh?" You moved this forward. Yeah. There's yeah, a reason why I, I keep you on. Oh, this I'm thing. not afraid to beg. No, I know you're not. <laughs> you're not afraid to just throw it right out there. 
Um, hey, can we uh, can we mention what we talked about last week that's coming back? Can we? It's not COVID. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> it's here forever, Gabe. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not what, wearing a mask on this we, podcast. What we had to? What's what's coming in August? Oh, the Jack Tasting? Yeah, can we can we mention that? Yeah, now? that is coming back. It is. Um, uh, I just is heard cool. from Galvin last week. It is coming back. Uh, well, for those that don't know, this happens at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally Tuesday. Uh, there's a limited number of tickets that will be available for of them. That's it. Yep. Well, that's Nin- all they do. Ninety six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, right. Uh, very well done. Uh, uh, it might be one hundred four. And, and I there's a hundred of them uh, for sale. Somehow we wiggle in and. Uh, the the assistant master distiller will be there, correct? She will be uh, that's hosting it. We the 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 master distiller I think had something else going on yeah, and wasn't mind. able to attend. I it's the first worry. one we've been able to do in a couple of years, correct? Jack has not been out here because of uh, for obvious reasons, right? And so we're going to bring that back to the rally. Uh, it'll be the Tuesday of the rally. The rally three. Starts at one. Uh, it finishes about the time of the B one flyover on Main Street. And I tell you what, if we have it in the same location that we did last time, I'm just, I'm That's Gabe, Gabe none of this matters to you. All right, you you see this every day, uh, but it's a super exciting thing that happens. Called Air Force privilege. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a super exciting thing that happens over Main Street in Sturgis, uh, because at about three p.m. they do a flyover that goes right down Main Street during the motorcycle rally, and it's you know you've got tens of thousands of people that are lining that main street and when that thing flies over i mean it does it you're you get goosebumps you just can't help it so your bones start to rattle when that thing flies right over. uh from and from our vantage point though it flies over even, to about eye level exactly because we're way up kind of in the hill there in sturgis on the on the north end is that where yep, that house is yep uh, Just below the Sturgis sign on the on Sturgis Hill. So you've sampled a bunch of Jack products. You've you've got to talk with the assistant master distiller. Uh, you get your own bottle of single barrel uh, with that ticket, I believe. Too is that what they're going to do? Historically, that historically is that is accurate. I, am told, I, I believe that everything is the same as it Excellent. has been in the past. All right, I'm really going to get us in trouble for mentioning all this stuff. Uh, Lexi Amaker Phillips is the assistant master distiller. Is there currently. only one? Is it is it the master distiller and then there's one underneath? Or do yeah, they have I like, think there's a master taster in there somewhere. Okay, I don't know if that's if but we'll Jack get Lexi. has that or if those two take care of it. But we have Lexi. Yep. Excellent. So tickets will go on sale for that here as soon as I get a picture of Lexi. Ah, well, apparently, are you looking at it right there? Well, I'm, can you I'm, just download I'm, that I, one or no? I'm looking or? at an email from Galvin <laughs> to Lexi asking okay. her which picture she would like us to Very use. Very good, perfect. And I have chosen not to make that decision for her. All right. Well, uh, gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much for coming in and doing this. And I think next time we get together, we're going to get back to Gabe's uh, expertise. So Although, fun fact, I've I've never tried these ones. I was going to say, we get to drink something that you yeah. haven't had before, which is going to be kind of cool. Yes. That we're going back to next week? I brought it today, but Houston City had a surprise bottle. I said, if there's a snake in there, <laughs> somebody's getting hurt. And by that, I meant probably me as I ran out and fell down the stairs. But uh, It's Gabe Aldridge. It's Dan for, Bruner. For the record, I would have tried it. And Rob Henry, have. Whiskey at Work. Thank you guys all so much for listening and watching cheers maybe we'll do it in the studio again i don't know we'll see how it turns out
Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquist, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Network.